to the economy of heaven according to your riches in glory by Christ Jesus. And we know that you take delight, you take pleasure in giving it to your children. Take your liberty, sweet Holy Spirit, and put us on the right track that we might appropriate these blessings that you have made available for us. We have prayed in Jesus' name. Glory to God. Accessing supernatural financial supplies is our theme. And we are on part two today. One of the key texts to the theme is Philippians 4.19. But my God shall supply all your need according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. Another key text is Psalm 35 verse 27. Let them shout for joy and be glad that favor my righteous cause. Yea, let them say continually, let the Lord be magnified which hath pleasure in the prosperity of his servant. Glory. Accessing supernatural financial supply part two. Accessing supernatural financial supplies through obedient faith. Deuteronomy chapter 28 verse 1 and 2. It shall come to pass. If thou shalt hearken diligently unto the voice of the Lord thy God. To observe and do all his commandments which I command thee this day. That the Lord thy God will set thee on high above all nations of the earth. And all these blessings shall come on thee. And overtake thee. If thou shalt hearken. Unto the voice of the Lord. Thy God. Do it your way again. Holy Spirit we love you. In part one of this series. We showed the important place. Faith occupies. In accessing financial supplies. From God. Reading from the book of Hebrews chapter. 11 verse 6. But without faith it is impossible to please him. For he that cometh to him must believe that he is. And he is a rewarder. Talking about it, we say, coming to God, you must believe that God exists and that God can dispense something. God is and he can give out something before you can please him in such a way to attract him, dispensing his blessings to you. In this part two, we have shown in the first service that our focus on financial supply this time is on the supernatural. Beyond the nature. Beyond the natural. Coming from God. Consequently, the principles we are starting with as the Holy Spirit laid in our hearts are more of spiritual principles than technical principles. To this we say that if God is the one we look up to for financial supplies, then we must live within his terms. Because of the supernatural uh the, 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 the involvement of the supernatural, the supernatural aspect of the supply we are talking about, showing that it is beyond the natural, showing that it comes from God, then if it comes from God, then if you are looking up to God to supply your need according to his riches in glory, it becomes very logical that you must live within the terms of that God. So, next to the spiritual principle of faith is the principle of obedience. 
This is like a second side of the coin. Because just like it is impossible to please God without faith, it is also impossible to please God without obedience. True or true? So it is like a second side of the coin. We need a lifestyle, a lifestyle of obedience to be able to please him. Our objective in this message today is to make us understand how we can access supernatural financial supplies by living a life of absolute obedience to God. And we are walking around five outlines, God helping us. We want to see the implications of obedient faith. We want to see the impact of obedient faith. We want to see the relationship between obedient faith and financial supply. We want to see some examples of men who led a life of obedient faith and what they got for it. We want to see the basis of obedient faith. God giving us the grace. So on the impact, sorry, on the implication, what do we mean by obedient faith? In the first service, we show that obedient faith speaks of faith that is dependable. Faith that is trustworthy. Faith that is obedient. And we say that, making reference to James, that faith without corresponding obedience and the action does not make a man any different from the devil. Because James tells us that you believe that there is God in his, in his book, chapter 2, verse 19. James 2.19, you believe that there is God, you do well. Because even the demons believe too. You are not the only one that believes there is God. So if I ask you now, how many of you believe that there is God? Everybody raise his hand. That does not make you any different from the demons because they too believe. Hmm. So the difference is on the corresponding obedience and the action to the faith you profess. So implication of faith number one, faith that is dependable. Faith that is trustworthy. Faith that is obedient. Number two, faith, obedient faith has to do with believing God so much so that you can do just anything to please him. Believing God so much so that you can do just anything to please him. Irrespective of the costs, irrespective of the conditions. If it will please God, I don't care my comfort, I don't care my confidence. Number three, obedient faith is the faith that makes us serve God with more of our hearts and less of our head. It makes us serve God with more of our heart and less, less of our head, less of our senses. Hebrews chapter 11 verse 8. By faith, when he was called to go into a place which he should have to receive for an inheritance, obeyed. And he went out, not knowing where he was going. That he obeyed and they went, not knowing where he was going, shows a man who serves God with the heart and not with the head. Who doesn't bring too much of analysis. Too much of his senses to play in his work with God. So it's obedient faith that makes a man to operate at that level. You can imagine the situation. Abraham came in one day and they told the wife, Sarah, pack your load, we are leaving. Ishmael, go and pack your bag. Every servant in the house. You know, he had so many of them. Everyone pack. Okay, by then he hadn't gotten all of those. He was still in his father's house. Pack, we are leaving. Ishmael hadn't come anywhere. But Ali Sarah was there. Sarah, we are leaving. Lot, 
Would you like to join us? I go with your uncle. But where are we going to? I don't know. You say we are going, and then you don't know where we are going to. God will tell us where next. And that is how to walk with God. That is how to walk with God. And I say that all we need in walking with God is to learn to take one step at a time. Every act of obedience, what it does for us is that as you take one step at a time, the more we go, the clearer the direction. The clearer the road it becomes. So I could see Abraham getting to a particular junction and they're not knowing what next to do and God is saying, take right. And he takes the right, getting to another junction. What do I do? God said, take left. That was how God led him all through until he got a place. God said, this is the place. So in walking with God, we must be able to walk with him in such a way that once we hear God leading us, we may not need to get all the detail. We've got to learn to walk with him by taking one step at a time. What it does for us is that every act of obedience we display to God's leading opens us up to another level of divine direction and light. Every act of obedience you display opens you up to another level of direction and light. So you may not need to see the end from the beginning. As you take a step in faith and obedience, things keep getting clearer and clearer. Somebody say a believing amen. amen. So in walking with God, once you are certain that God is leading or that God is talking to you, Obedient faith demands that you start out with whatever light that he has shown you. Trusting him for clearer light along the way. Faith is practiced with the heart, not with the head. We miss God when we analyze it too much. The impact of obedient faith. What does obedient faith do for us? In the first service, we showed that with obedient faith, we place God, God's pleasure over our own comfort. Obedient faith is that faith that will help you to place God's pleasure over your own comfort. Like we said, it doesn't really matter my comfort. It doesn't really matter my pleasure. If only it will please God. I am fine. Number two, with obedient faith, we gain authority over the spirit of mammon and the cost money to serve us. Because we are talking in the context of spiritual, spiritual uh, financial supply. With obedient faith, it is obedient faith that helps a man to gain authority over the spirit of mammon. And by gaining authority over the spirit of mammon, you now rather cost money to serve you. Business or investment experts have a theory they will always talk about. They say, have your money work for you. Think we've heard that. Have your money work for you. Alright? And then in some cases, you rather lose the one you have instead of having it work for you. But in working with God, money can serve you. Money can serve you. And that only happens at the frequency of obedient faith. When you get to the level where your faith in God is sandwiched with obedience, absolute obedience. Mm. 
It makes you to gain authority over the spirit of mammon. A man went to Jesus in Matthew chapter 19 verse 16. Matthew 19 16 and said to him, good master, what good thing should I do so that I can inherit the kingdom of God? Jesus said, what, which one are you talking about? You should not murder. You should not commit adultery. You should uh, not steal. And then don't be a witness. Honor your father and your mother. And the love your neighbor as yourself. The man says, I've kept all these things from my youth. What else do I need? Jesus said, all right. Verse 21. If thou wilt be perfect, go and sell that thou hast and give to the poor. What Jesus was talking about here is have authority over money. Don't allow your wealth to have authority over you. Bring your wealth under your subjection. And do not allow your wealth to put you under its control. Verse 22. But when the young man heard that saying, he went away sorrowful for he had great possessions. So, he lacked obedient faith. It takes a man with obedient faith to be able to have authority over the spirit of mammon. And when you do that, you will rather have money serve you. I say here that we do not prosper in the real sense of it by serving God and money. We do not prosper in the real sense of it by serving God and the serving money. We prosper and continue to enjoy supernatural supplies by serving God with money. We don't serve God and money. We serve God with money. So people who serve God and money, they struggle all through. And that is affecting so many of us. So many of us here are serving money. That is true. If you lie because of money, you are a servant of money. If you cheat because of money, you are a servant of money. If you change figure in office because of money, you are a servant of money. If you are compromise your standard as a child of God for to get any change, to get any money. If you take up job, job appointment at the expense of your faith, you are serving money. If you run any business at the expense of your faith, you are serving money. And when you look at the life we live, you see that it is money that is controlling us. It's just money that is controlling us. If somebody call you now and say, meet me at the junction, I have 500,000 to give you, you will leave church. Don't tell me you are spiritual, you go come out. You go come out. You go come out. True. 500 serve too much. Come and take a job appointment of 50,000 every month. You go come out. You can't have courage to say, I am in church. We are serving money. And that's why we don't have money. And God is saying, you can't serve money and me. Matthew chapter 6 verse 24. No man can serve two masters. For either he will hate the other one and love the one. Or else he will hold to, to the one and despise the other. We are holding to money and despising God. That's why you don't come to activity because you want to sell more. My girl, Chidera asked me within a week. He said, Muslims and Christians, is it the same God we are that are they, they are all religious groups. I say yes. He said, but why are Muslims more committed in their service to their God more than the Christians? 
that she observed that in that this during this festival that all Muslims shops are shut down. But that Nadif, he said he wanted to go and buy something from one Elijah. That when she wants to go and buy something from them and they are going to their prayers, that the Elijah will not answer her. My small girl, that Elijah will not answer her. But that he observed that Christians don't do that. I said, that's a challenge to us. But this thing is true. This thing is true. This thing is true. You have locked your shop and, and you are running to Bible study and somebody comes and says, please, madam, mage, mage, mage. How much? How much? 15 naira. You will push your back. You open shop and you finish another person say crafish, crafish, 200 naira. You sit down. You another one say grind pepper, grind pepper. Oh, I won't go to church. Oh. You grind pepper. Another one say, oh, madam. Oh, time don't pass. I go go tomorrow. Here's where we are. At the end, how much you can get at the end? At the end, by the time, calculate all of those things. Uh, 620 naira. Oh, this thing that made you to avoid the place. We are lost. And the Bible says, you can't serve me and money. It is obedient to faith that will make you to say, please, if you, you know the time I go to church, if you must come, come within this period. If not, forget it. I told you of a story of a young man who was called, that he was in service. They were calling him, calling him to come and pick up a contract in my father's church. Come and pick up a contract. He wouldn't want to put the phone in silence. At the time, because of the way the call was coming, he managed to pick the call and said, man, I am in service. Please, when we finish. The man said, no, 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 no. I have so many pastors working for me. I have so many. Please, just come, come, come. If you don't come now, you miss it. He said, to hell with your work. I don't need it. Keep your job to yourself. I went back to church and turned off the phone. After the service, the, the, the man started calling again and said, I've never met a Christian like you. Are you still interested in the job? He said, I don't need your job. You say I should leave God to come and take your yeah, yeah, job. I don't need Jesus. I don't need your job. The man begged. I said, could you please come? I have seen that you are a Christian with a difference. And then he reluctantly went. He gave him the job and gave him more, more, more job. When we serve God, when we serve money, we lose God. But when we serve God, God will cause money to serve us. That is the order. That is the order. When we serve money, we miss God. When we serve God, God will cause money to serve you. Money will come and say, can I wash your plates? Money will come and say, can I sweep your house? Money will come and say, what can I do for you? You will use money and buy people to wash clothes for you. You will have time to do business both for yourself and for God if we serve God. I pray that somebody's life will change. I pray that somebody's position and approach in worship to God will change. As it changes, our resources will change. Our businesses will change. This money is accessible. God can give this money. I am getting so much uncomfortable with our situation, with our destitute lifestyle, especially this side of the world, as if the God others are serving are different. But thank God we are getting to see the secret that if you serve God, these things will serve you. If anybody can catch that light, you will become a positive reference point on how God can lift a man up. I am seeing it working.
I am seeing it working. With obedient faith, we prove our, we prove our love. Number three, with obedient faith, we prove our love. We prove that our love is on God and not on his blessings. With obedient faith, we prove that our love is on God and not on his blessings. A man had waited upon God, at least for the record available to us, for about 25 years over a child. And the child eventually came. He loved the child so dearly. And God woke up, God came up one day and said, hey, um, my son. He said, yes, Lord, here am I. He said, that's your son. That one you love. Because you have two. If I leave you, you will bring the other one. But not that one. He mentioned the one he wanted by name and emphasized that one he will love. Bring him and kill him for me. The man said, yes, sir. We call it obedient faith. It makes you to prove to God that we are love for him. It is not on his blessings, but on him. By that, Abraham was simply telling God, Lord, my love for you is not on what you have given. I am not loving you because you gave me Isaac. I'm loving you because I'm loving you. With Isaac or no Isaac, I love you. We call it obedient faith. Nothing can be so absurd as leaving a giver and start thanking his gifts. It is ridiculous. It is meaningless. Somebody buys a shoe for you. Oh, my shoe. Oh, my shoe. Oh, my shoe. You dance my shoe. This shoe, you look sweet. This shoe, I like you. This shoe, thank you so much. Something don't come out here. What do you do? If you like your shoe, who do you show the love to the shoe to? The person who gave you the shoe. But what we do is that God gives you a husband, you follow the husband and leave God. God gives you a wife, you follow the wife and leave God. God gives you children, you prefer the children over the, over the God. God gives you a business, now my business. And it is God who gave you. You now forget God. Forgot God who gave you the business. We start celebrating what he gave us. And that's why he won't give more. Because I say, if this small thing I gave you have taken you away, how much more if I give you more? I beg, be managing this one. But when Abraham did it, God said, I, I, oh God, I, God said, I want to swear. Hi, can I say truth to God? Now only me be God. What do I do? He said, I swear with my name. In as much as you've done this. In blessing. And the rest is history. Can we come to that level? If we can get to that point. This is what we call higher ground. This is what the singer sings. Oh Lord, lift me up and make me stand by faith. And he said that uh, some, some, uh, some we dwell where that above. Alright? That there are some who will want to dwell at the lower level. But my prayer and my aim is that higher ground. Now it's my prayer. So this is that kind of messages that take people to higher ground. Where you don't operate at the level of that's operating. Obedient to faith. Its impact makes you to show to God that your love for him is more. Alright, when we return we talk the rest on obedient to faith. On the impact. Now let's show relationship. 
relationship between obedient faith and supernatural financial supplies. In the first service, we show that one of the relationship is that virtually all of God's promises are conditional promises. Leave all this one, I claim it by fire. Somebody shout, I claim it by fire, you claim it by fire. Leave that one. All that you claim by fire, where is they? Virtually, I use the word virtually to allow room for grace. Which is at the prerogative of God. So as far as we are concerned, I can say that all of God's promises are conditional promises. And that is why obedient faith is like a state of emergency to anybody who cares for financial supernatural supply. We discussed that in detail in first service. Number two, the relationship is that the extent we can go in actualizing God's promises is dependent on the extent we can go in obeying him. The extent we can go in actualizing God's promises is dependent on the extent we can go in obeying him. Where your obedience stop, there your supplies from God stops. Plus devil or minus devil. Where your obedience to God stops, there your supernatural supply stops. Isaiah chapter 1 verse 19 to 20. If ye be willing and obedient, ye shall eat the good of the land. But if you refuse and repair, ye shall be devoured with the sword. For the mouth of the Lord have spoken. It cannot be changed. If you be willing and obedient. Brethren, there is good in the land though. He said you will eat the good in the land. There is good. There is a fat in the land. In fact, there is no land without good. There is no land without fatness. But what happened is that you have to be willing and obedient to the required principles of accessing the good in that land. If you are not willing and obedient to the required principles, you will be like a man beside the water, the river. And what happens? <laughs> That is what many of us are like. There is good in this land. Which land? Nigeria. In this Lagos, there is good. That place you are doing your business, there is good. The one estate gets good. There are millionaires in the one estate. They are not talking. But the thing is that you must realize the principle and when we talk like this some people will not want to excuse themselves and what of this unbeliever that don't fear God and yet they are wealthy okay? even the unbelievers you say don't fear God and yet they are wealthy they are not wealthy without keeping some principles they are not wealthy without keeping some principles for you to eat the good in the land you must obey some principles whether you are a Christian if you follow the satanic principles he could give you wealth Already you know that you will exchange your head with it. But you must follow some principle for the devil to give you money. Am I communicating? What I'm saying, is it making sense? Because some of you will say, if nobody's a Christian, I know we are for day now. Where are you for day? 
No, talk to me. Where are you for there? If not, this Christianity is just this Christianity that is holding me. I know what my mates are doing. If you join your mates and you don't follow the principles you are made to follow, you will still die a pauper, wretched and misery and miserable. Is it true? Even the robbers are not, and they are not sleeping and robbing. They follow principle. Robbery is not without a price. Some of you, if you, if you join robbery gang and they do it the way you are doing church, if you manage to steal anything, it will be old women's purse with a transport to fair inside. If you succeed in, in stealing anything, if you join robbery gang, you see, see this one and he join and he's building it. If I, if you join and you play that place like you play, you, ah yes, old woman, because you, my, my big game, my big game, give me my boss. That is the only one. Because even the small girls, you can't, you, they will, they will bite you. And you can't survive it. You, you join ritual killing, you do it the way you are doing church, now you go die first. Eh? Is anybody hearing, pastor? You join ritual killers, and you do it the way you do, you will die first. This is fact. So, don't say they, they, they make money, they don't, they, they are not Christians. They are rigidly following principles. If they are asked to wake up two midnight to renew their, their sacrifice, they must not allow a minute after two midnight. If they are given a date, they must bring another person to exchange their life. If they don't bring it, their life go. They, they followed rigidly, tenaciously to every rule given. If you join ritual killers, if you join kidnappers, you do them the way they do church. That you, they go face carry. So, principles. If you are willing to follow the principle of God, God will make you wealthy. God will give you riches. That God will give you blessings that make makes a man rich and doesn't add sorrow to it. Are you ready to join them now? Are you ready to go to the other side? Are you ready to go to the other side so you can make money? I know what my mates are doing. Some of you, when they say, I know what my mate I'm doing, maybe younger people, eh, some people are using their body to get what they want. That one day is he? That one day is he? <laughs> so how many want to go that side? Anybody? Okay, how many want to stay here? Now, if you want to stay here, you must play according to rule. Be willing and diligently obedient to the principle of God. Money will serve you here. Money will serve you here. Your mates out there will not see your back. You will pass them. You will be wealthy. Christians can be wealthy. Okay, so let's stop there. When we come, we take the next. Then, biblical examples. I take one or two as my time allows to show you that there are people who have obeyed God and his principle in the Bible days and they got financial, supernatural financial supply for it. We take Abraham for instance. Let's just quickly go to the book of Genesis chapter 12 verse 1. Genesis 12 1. Genesis 12 1. Now the Lord has said to Abraham, get thee out of thy country and from thy kindred and from thy father's house unto a land that I will show thee. Verse 4. Let's see his response. Verse 4. So, Abraham departed as the Lord had spoken. Period. Let's see what he got for it. 
Chapter 13, verse 2. Chapter 13, verse 2. And, verse 2, sir. And Abram was very rich in livestock, in silver, and in gold. And I said, if there was no Genesis 12, 4, there would have been no Genesis 13, 2. Genesis 12, 4, and Abraham departed as the Lord has commanded. Genesis 13, 2, and God blessed him. And he was rich in livestock, in silver, and in gold. At the frequency of obedience. So, sir, you can be rich. Sir, sir, you can be rich. Madame, what is pastor saying? You can be rich. In cattle, in livestock, in goods, in silver, in gold. You can be rich. You can be rich. The Bible says that what has been said aforetime, Romans 15, 4. Romans 15, 4. Whatsoever things we are written aforetime, we are written for our learning. That we, through patience and comfort of the scripture, might have hope. So if he did it for Abraham, he can do it for you. If Abraham was rich in livestock and in silver and gold, brother Watu can be rich in silver and gold. I can be rich. I don't know if you want that, but for me, I'm sure of this man. This man can be rich and will be rich. The devil, they've not born that devil that will stop me being wealthy. They've not born that devil. So, sir, there could have been so many chapters in your life that we are lost just because you didn't obey God as you should. And there are several chapters in your life that will be opened from today if you can take a, a step of obedient faith, ready to obey God when it is pleasurable and when it is not. New chapters will begin to be written for you. And the Bible says concerning Abraham that he was so rich, so rich, so rich even unto his old age. Genesis chapter 24 verse 1. Genesis 24 verse 1. He was rich even to old age. And Abraham was old and the way stricken in age and the Lord had blessed Abraham in all things. Even at old age. A school of thoughts uh, earlier on hold it that you've got to invest in your children so that when you are old they will take care of you. Another school of thought, rugged men of faith are telling us that that is, that that is not really the case. That you should invest in your children for your children's sake. And then invest in yourself because you are not expected to become old and a liability to your children. You can be old and you are still, you are, I, I was in a, in, in Ghana in that conference and he said at the level God has placed him and placed his wife, that whenever they visit their father or their father-in-law, their father and their father-in-law still give them transport. They are not entering public vehicle, but the man said, it is my responsibility to give you money. At the level that God has placed them as international speakers, holding world conferences, building mega churches, mega churches, multi-dollar churches, he said, when I visit my father or my father-in-law, he gives me money. 
I say, God, I change my orientation. I will be rich even to old age. Some of you that have written yourself off. Learn from Abraham. That God and Abraham was old and they were stricken in age. And the Lord had blessed him in all things. Bless him in all things. That at old age, because some of you, at old age, I go see person who go wash cloth for me, who go sweep. Now because of poverty, I visited a, 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 a one my one time member, and then they bought a very big house and they built a very big house and they employed a cleaner. Employed a cleaner. So at old age, you can have cleaners run around for you when your children have all married. See how then they look at me. <laughs> When children have all married and they are settled in their house, you won't begin to say, I bring my, my grand picking now. Nobody, they give me water. Now poverty. You can have cooks at old age. You can have drivers at old age. You can have laundry people that are employed in your house. Not to carry your clothes, go give you dry cleaners. Laundry persons in your house that when you wear, you drop, they wash, iron. You go lie down. Money good. Money good. And then we go get that money, man. We go get that money. Church rat season are over. Church rat era is over. God is having great men in the church these days. And I'm glad I am one of them. Stand to your feet. Maga yaga 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 yaga. Faith. Obedient to faith. While standing, I drop just one point for you. On basis. On what foundation do I lay my obedience? What is the bedrock of my obedience? Number one. Be sure God is leading be sure God is leading. Once you are sure God is leading, go all out and obey him. Number two, be open-minded and sensitive to the leading of God at all times. Be open-minded and sensitive. Be open-minded and sensitive. Be open-minded and sensitive. Know that God could speak to you through any means. Be open-minded and sensitive. So whenever God speaks to you, either to hasten or to refrain, says a singer, be willing and ready to obey. He can speak to you through dream, through ministration, through an impression in your heart, through a persuasion to do something, through instruction, through an impartation coming under a higher mantle, and then you are imparted, and God leads you through that particular direction, through a troubled mind, through a peaceful mind, through a sleepless night, through uneasiness of heart, through mentor's influence, through strong conviction, through circumstances for or against, through intuition, through gentle whisper, through inspiration, through observation, through revelation, God can talk in diverse ways. So be open-minded and sensitive. Once you hear him, yes, Lord, if you get to that level, money will answer you. Lift up your voice and begin to pray. Begin to say, Lord, I appreciate you. Lord, I appreciate you. Lord, I appreciate you. Thank you for this revelation. Say after me, Father. Thank you for this revelation that has come to me today through the instrumentality of your word. I'm grateful, Lord. Open your mouth and give him thanks. Open your mouth and give him thanks. 
I am grateful, Lord. I am grateful, Lord. I am grateful, Lord. I am grateful, Lord. Thank you for the revelation of your word. 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 Thank you, Father, for the revelation of your word. In the name of Jesus. Say after me, Father, I receive grace today to always hear you very clearly as to obey you and not live my life in darkness. I receive grace today to always hear you very clearly so I can obey you and not live my life in darkness. I receive the grace now. Go ahead and pray. Father, I receive grace to always hear you. I receive grace to always hear you very clearly. So I do not continue to live and run my life in darkness. I receive grace. I receive grace to always hear you. I receive grace, Lord, to always hear you. Not to live my life in darkness anymore. I receive grace. 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 Say after me, Father, I receive grace today for obedient faith. I receive grace today for obedient faith that henceforth I will receive divine enabling to always obey you without any struggle. Whatever you will want me to do at any time. I receive grace of obedient faith today that henceforth I will receive divine enabling to always obey you without struggle. Whatever the demand may be. Go ahead and pray. Go ahead and pray. If that grace comes upon you, you are good to go. Grace always obey you. Grace of obedient faith, Lord. 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 That I will henceforth have an enabling strength to always obey you. Whatever the demand may be, let that grace come on me. Now, in the name of Jesus. In Jesus' name we pray. The greatest struggle a man will have is a struggle with sin. The greatest struggle a man will have is a struggle outside grace. If you have not given your life to Jesus or your life has not really been pleasing God and you want to turn a new leaf today, you may want to lift up your hand, your right hand and begin to ask God for grace of a renewed relationship and the grace of a fresh encounter. You want to surrender your life to Jesus as your Lord and Savior here today? Gallery Grand Floor, lift up your right hand and begin to ask God for grace of total surrender. Or you want to renew your relationship with God? Lift up your right hand wherever you are and go ahead and begin to ask him for mercy. Everybody pray, pray, pray. Ask God for renewal of relationship. Ask God for new encounter. Ask God for renewal of work with him. Lift your hand, those of you who are identifying a need. And those of you who want to give your love to Jesus for the fourth time. Lift it very well and go ahead and pray. Those of you who are renewing your work with God. Go ahead and lift your hand and say, Father, I turn my life over to you again. 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 Take over my life, Lord. I love you, Jesus. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Those of you that lift up your hands, I pray that heaven will visit you with mercy. Needing new births, may the Holy Spirit pass through your heart now and they give you a new birth. May your name be removed from the book of death and may be written in the book of life. Receive power to live for God. And those of you that want to renew your work with God, I pray for grace of renewal. May that strength come on you today. 
that from today you will serve God with no more struggle. I call it done in Jesus name. Amen. Everybody lift up your right, lift up your hands. Everybody. Father, we praise you for your word that has come to us. I release grace upon this hand that are lifted. Grace of obedient to faith. Grace of obedient to faith. Grace of hearing you in the first place and grace of obeying you whenever we hear you. Let that grace come upon us. And as that grace come, I pray that that grace will begin to make way for us where there is no way. I pray that that grace will begin to attract your prosperity upon our life. Begin to attract divine financial supply upon our lives. That when next I will be talking, I will have several of them that I will use as positive illustrations of how you have blessed those who faithfully obey you. Let that grace come on them. Anybody that is sick in body, may healing power flow. That as we live for you, we came with that sickness, we are going home with our healings. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Give Jesus a shout of praise and a clap offering.